Oh, you know this is this right at your boy Cooter coming to you live. I'm not, not really live, but I'm recording. You know what I'm saying? This is a really, really great deal. It's just this recording thing that we do. Anyway, welcome back to the MHOG podcast. That's the Metal Hand of God podcast. That's right. And I'm, I'm here announcing this because that's what they like me to do. They like me to come on here and talk to you folks before to kind of warm up the crowd. I'm like the fluffer of the MHOG. The fluffer. Oh, hold on. Alright, I guess I'm going to let you guys go and get ahead and get really tuned in to ready for this this wonderful show they got coming up. You know, it's got the three boys on here. You know, your are Wayne, your Book, and uh, that rum guy. You know, the, the guy who's always awesome. But anyway, I just want to say, enjoy this, have fun, and uh, remember, you guys are now being fluffed by the one and only Cooter. That's right, Cooter fluffed you. That's right. Ha ha ha, later. Hello, and welcome back to the MHOG Podcast. That's the Metal Hand of God Podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and not sitting next to me is... You know, I like that you, you forgot and then you remembered. You like you that, remember. huh? You like that? Yeah. I pulled it yeah. back, so it was good. Yeah, you pulled it out. Hi, I'm... I'm <laughs> <laughs> I am President Buck Lightning. That's right. And, and I'm, I'm the rum guy. That's right. Yes, he is. Yeah! <laughs> you know what, rum? You know what? What's that? Hello again. Hello. Really? Look, guys, we, we I'm glad I deleted all that shit, okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. I am serious. I, uh, Jack Locke feels like he owes me a favor. He really doesn't, but he feels like it. So we are definitely forming Neil and the Diamonds or Cracklin' Rosewood, depending on which one is available. I, I really like Neil and the Diamonds. I do, too, but I feel like that one could be taken. But you, call, but you do it Neil into Diamonds. Or coming Americans. Yeah. <laughs> a little on the nose, but <laughs> <laughs> you want to come on your nose? What? Oh, I Just... like Cracklin' Rosewood. I feel like that's that that would be a great band name, no matter what. Sounds country though. Sounds like a bunch of hippies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. What I feel I feel like you guys would be like unkept people. In, in the words in of the woods. Seth Green and Can't Hardly Wait. Why y'all got to waste my flavor? <sighs> Why you got to bring up Seth Green? <laughs> I don't know, because I like Seth Green. Hey, he's okay. He was he, great in Buffy. He wouldn't come on our show, so. <laughs> you and Buffy! <laughs> he wishes it was him and Buffy. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Here's a little Buffy trivia, Rum. Did you know that... Um, yes, I did. Three... <laughs> fine then you don't need to know i would like to know oh i'd like to hear what is it did you know that three of the cast members of the scooby gang uh had starred together like years before buffy was had even existed uh it would have been um the uh the character that was jonathan i can't remember what the name of the show what what was the name of the show it wasn't a show it was a movie movie. or movie yeah uh the movie was bye bye love Oh, that's not what I thought it was. Uh, starred Eliza Dushku. Dush. And the chick who also played Tara uh, was there, Amber Benson. Amber yes. Benson was starring in it. And Douche. Seth Green was a minor character that tried to get them drunk. So it was the entire Buffy <laughs> cast. Douche. Well, except for, you know, Buffy and, like, all the important characters. But, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Eliza Douche. 
What, what is, is it because you you uh, you posted Pace Picante? Pace Picante, yeah, yeah. That was the episode, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, yeah, I reposted that. Oh, because I called her a cunt. Uh, yeah. yeah, lovely episode. Pace Picante. So, I like to think that somewhere uh, at some point in the last two years, somebody heard that and that knows her and was like, hey, this guy calls you a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and then she cries. Because she was being cunty. Well, she was being cunty. <sighs> so that's funny. Pace for cunty. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> get a rope. <laughs> yeah. So uh, those I, I kind of missed those days in the wild west of, of the metal hand of God when we had awful sound. But you know, yeah, well, it, it was really bad sound. And if you really sit back and listen to that old episode, like I was listening to it, going. Man, we had no nothing to talk about at all. <laughs> right, right now. Yeah, exactly. And, and it, but it was worse. Really? Yeah, it was worse. I mean, we. No, would... I know I had things to talk about that episode because it was Wizard World. Well, no, but that was way at the end. We didn't talk about Wizard World till like towards the middle of the show, I believe. And then, what? like the beginning was all about us talking about uh, Ronnie getting his dick wet. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you know what's really funny? What? Is I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here listening to you guys talk, and I'm like, what is that other noise coming from? I hear like this, this other soundtrack playing. It had music. It was like words. I'm like, what is going on? I bumped something on my computer, and I, my cursor was laying on a video that was playing. That's awesome. Okay. I'm like, where is this coming from? You're like, am I having a stroke? Do I have a tumor? <laughs> what the fuck? It's not a tumor. <laughs> it's, it's just it's just a mouse so <laughs> so we actually do have a few things to talk yes, about we do have yes. some stuff so we had a show this past weekend yes it was a it How was one, it of, one of our comedy shows went very well the reception was was pretty and you know I'm, I'm gonna say the reception was pretty awesome to it yeah and i'm going to define that because i listened to pickle scoop this morning uh-huh. and they were incredibly approving of it and normally, Mark shits on everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what's funny? Coming home from work about, about 20 minutes ago, I saw those two. I saw Allie and Mark. I was sitting in my car look at, at the stoplight, and I, kinda, I felt, you know how you get that weird feeling, someone's staring at you? Mm-hmm. And I had this feeling like, what the fuck? So I look over to my left, and there's these two assholes in the car, Mark screaming at me going, get off your phone! Get on! <laughs> I'm like, called you? No, 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 no. I was just looking at my phone while I was at the red light, you know. And then I happened to look over, and he's like, "I, I kept I screaming, get off the phone, asshole!'" <laughs> I would, I would have taken my my sun visor. It was awesome. Flipped it down and pulled it over to the window, blocking their view. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, it's cool, man. They were they were going to get some groceries. Nice. Uh, I love weird moments like that. Yeah, it was cool. But uh, yeah, so yes, so what did, what did Mark say? Uh, he was just, he was like, everybody was really funny and he was really impressed. And normally, like, especially female comedians, he's normally kind of a, just a dick about it. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you know, not, nothing against the guy, but he's, he's normally just flat out. Actually, you know what? I can call him a dick after what he did to us on the, on the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sorry at all. No. Uh, uh, yeah. Rome, Rome only got like, like 20 minutes of that. We, me and Adam had like the brunt. 
Uh, wow. It was it was a lot of just us staring at each other and kind of shrugging, <laughs> like, "All right, I guess this is what we're going with." It was funny. I enjoyed it. I had a good time, but it was just yeah. it was it was just. Uh, I was like, "What the fuck do we do?" Well, I think I told them on on Saturday. I said, or I guess technically Sunday morning. Uh, I said we didn't have a problem with it. It's just that the our thought was, I thought you were here to promote your show. I'm not sure. Is that what this is? <laughs> like, what? Is that is that what you, is this you convincing people to come and see you play? I, uh, all right, whatever. Like maybe we're doing something wrong. <laughs> so hello. Uh, but Hello, yeah, no, but they I'm were promoting very our show. So I assume that, that, you know, and it seemed like the audience was really into it. Yeah, I mean, really everybody cool. really, really liked the comedians. What moments stand it out, would you say? Stand it out? Gomez shook her, shook her rack on stage. That and when um, Kusumano uh, did, <laughs> did his uh, impressions. Yeah. Oh, okay. I liked his De Niro. Yeah, his De Niro was funny. It was pretty good. Nice. I don't want to give away the the little linchpin of it. No, 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 no. I was just saying, you know, I, I, I that was the the moments yeah, that no, I'm I enjoyed. Yeah, I'm telling the audience, like, where you know, he had a very specific impression. It wasn't just like a random impression, right? Of, you know, which anyone can do. It was it was very specific. And honestly, and I'll say this: um, if he hadn't, if it wasn't that specific. I probably wouldn't have laughed, but just because everyone has a De Niro, you know, or everyone did in the '90s when that was popular, right? <laughs> but, uh, especially, no. especially when they did, uh, you know, like Meet the Fuckers. Right, right, yeah. And uh, I, you know, I was thinking I'd um, Saturday morning I posted a thank you to everyone who came out. And yeah, and that was James Cusimano, by the way. I, I didn't say his wait, first. I didn't say his first name, so just in case anybody wanted oh, okay. to look him up, you know. Right, right. Um, I, I posted a, a thank you to everyone who came out, and I was thinking about it later. And the reason I posted that, like, because this was just a, a random uh, comedy show that we had. Not that they're not important, but it wasn't like one of our bigger shows. It was just a random show, and and I realized that. Part of the reason I posted that was because it felt like a bigger show, be- yeah. partially because you know we had Blonde Texas Marlin on there, and- which do they are, I, I don't know, they're a, they're a a whole nother animal, brand. They're so good. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, they were there were people coming up to me during the show, like while they were playing, like, oh my god, who is this? Yeah, we, you know, they had this one chick who. uh I was about to hand our card, and then her boyfriend showed up, and I went, oh, never mind. You could have <laughs> still handed her a card. <laughs> I, I could have, but I was like, uh, eh. If you're not going to suck my dick, you don't get a card. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she uh, she was there to see Gina Gomez. Oh, okay. And, but she showed up after the comedy portion was done. And I said, no, I, I'm sorry. Like the, the Actually, Gina, Gina Gomez took off, for one thing. Uh, for another, like the the comedy portion is over, but in about a minute, you know this this band's coming up, and so her boyfriend shows up. Like she st- decides to stick around. Her boyfriend shows up, and then two other people, and you know, and one of them just like came up to me and was like, "Oh my god, who is this?" And, you know, and I was like, "Well, this you know this is our show, and that's that's uh, Blind Texas Marlin, and uh, they sell CDs, you know." 
which was something that I, I, I meant to go up and say, like, let people know that they sell their CDs because, unfortunately, even though we had a decent-sized audience, uh, most of the people there were, were on the guest list, so yeah, you know, that's we, kinda, we didn't have a whole lot of money. Yeah, you know, I gave them a few, you know, extra dollars yeah. out of my pocket because that I felt like they deserved it. They deserve more than that, but that's all I could, you know, really afford at the moment. That's all I had. Right. Uh, well, let's, well let's that's see. good. At least the show went good, and I'm glad everybody had a good time, and it sounds like you guys had a good time. Yeah, no, it was a very good show, and... Uh, the, I mean, it was two new acts, which is Gina Gomez and James Cusimano. And for the, let, to let the audience know, Gina Gomez has a regular show over at the Castle Theater in Rivertown, which is part of Kenner, Louisiana. And uh, I'm not sure how how much their tickets are, but I think it's on Saturday nights that they do the show. So Saturday, Saturday. Um, and they started. I think they started after us, like we're, like doing comedy in Metairie. We, I think we're uh, technically the yeah. first. Several people have told us that we're first. Kusum, um, Anthony, Tony said that he oh, tried. Oh, actually, no, they're in Kenner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Not we need New Orleans. We need, we need a new a new title. We need a new title for the for for to call ourselves. We're not just the sexiest podcasters. We're also the architects of the comedy scene. We're we're the we're, we're we're not just the world's sexiest sexiest, sexiest podcasters. That's right. We are the we architects do. of the comedy scene. Well, not only that, dude. We, we, we're, we're groundbreakers, man. We do yeah. shit that no one else does. We try to. nobody wants to. We, tr- <laughs> <laughs> we try to do things no one else does. How about that? That sounds better. We do. We actually do things that, that no one else out there is doing, and we're just not appreciated for it. Look, man. Right. <laughs> I know. Not, not, not yet. Not yet. But, the, you know, that will... There'll be a time where if it, you appreciate it'll happen. Us, go to our website. Please leave us a comment. Right. Yeah, like, if fuck you. you. It, she'll do it. Or something. Yeah. Anything. Or Stitcher. That would or help. Stitcher. Yeah, Stitcher. I guess you so, can do it on iTunes if you want. Or, but or download a comment bot and just have it constantly do it about every five minutes. <laughs> you know, I've been reading, apparently, one of the tricks that some podcasters are doing, and it's supposedly detrimental to podcasts in general because it, it well let me explain what it is they're paying hookers <laughs> no they're, oh, okay. they're um there's services that will basically idea. um i forget what the term is but they'll basically spam the internet with links so basically like, it's like an advertisement company or something like a robocall or something yeah, like that yeah, yeah. Junk mail for the internet and what it does is it tricks people into clicking on the link so it looks like you have a lot of downloads per episode. Like you might jump up to like two thousand downloads per episode, but they're not. People aren't sticking around. They're not listening to it. They're just they're like, like oh, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and they're getting off. All right. And supposedly the reason it's dangerous is because people then use those numbers to go and find advertisers. But if it's not people really listening, the advertising's worthless. Like people, they're just taking the money, and there's no return on it. So the theory is, is like the more people do this, they're the, the fucking, closer. I'm sorry, they're saying they're fucking the advertisement, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true or not. I, I mean, it's, it sounds logical, but I don't know. Would like, pass people? Yeah. Oh hell no! No, no, no. I mean, the, I understand that the the what it, that is happening. I don't know whether it damages podcasting, but I mean, I well, it's like it's like cheating. I mean, right. cheaters never win, right? 
That's what we were always told. That's right. Oh, Lance Armstrong. Yeah, he won a lot. Yeah, but he also lost a nut. So where's he ahead? Well, he lost all those jerseys too. So you know, all his trophies, everything. Eh. Right. So I mean, he's really not ahead, is he? Eh. No, he's just one ball. <laughs> one ball. <laughs> Unitesticle but, strikes but, again. Too soon. But he's rich. So. Well, no, he's got a lot of lot of. Well, he's not rich anymore. No, not really. He's got I mean, a lot of debt. A lot now. of lawsuits. Yeah. Oh well, maybe. He's getting he's getting his ass sued big time, dude. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah. Anyway, but sweating his ball off about it. Uh, we should we should mention really quickly that we do have a very uh, very soon upcoming comedy show. We do. Would you care to tell the people what it is? No. No. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yes. Hello. Uh, we have Tell the people about the show. An upcoming comedy show on March 14th at the Twist Align. Uh, it'll be hosted at say Saturday, I believe. Is it Saturday? Yeah, I think so. I believe it's a Saturday, so um it will be hosted by the one and only Corey Mack. I love Corey Mack, so I find it funny you only know one tune from Neil Diamond. Yeah, he does. I know a few. And Cracks and, and roses, something. Okay. I like how he told me to announce this, and then he sings over the whole thing. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just hoping. <laughs> just hoping. Sorry. That's all right, man. It's okay. People love it when you sing over things, except for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Though my favorite thing this weekend was not the comedy show or Allie's birthday. It was singing that song to you. Wow, oh, yes. frustration while frustration. <laughs> while I was so fucking angry. <laughs> See, Rum, Rum was singing with me, but he missed the show. Yeah, yeah, he did. You missed <laughs> because, the anger in my face. <laughs> I was so fucking pissed. <laughs> uh, and it wasn't at anybody. It was just, I was just like, oh my God. I feel like it was a little bit at me. <laughs> No, nah, no, nah, I wasn't. I wasn't mad at anybody. I was just so fucking frustrated with technology. Technology's gay. But anyway, back to this comedy show we have coming out on March fourteenth at the March fourteenth. It's a Saturday. Yes. Who's playing? Who's, Who's playing? Uh, you got, like I said, it's hosted by Corey Mack. Corey Mack. Um, his lovely wife, Ina Esther. Ooh, I'm gay. Um, Mr. John Rowe. Ooh, and Benjamin Hoffman. Ooh. All right. Uh, those, are, those are all returning acts. Yes. Uh, the Hoffman was on the first show, first show that Jake Potter did. Yes. So if you missed that one, definitely go check him out because he is very funny. Yes. And, and John Rowe is, uh, at least in my mind, kind of a legend because he is the only comedian who walked away from our second show thinking we were awesome. Yes. And I love him for it. <laughs> Uh, music musical guest is still to be announced. I'm waiting on two people to get back to me to decide if they're going to do it or not. Uh, but there it's will be, be one. three hobos in a pot. Yes, it's just, we're just actually grabbing three hobos. They will have a pot and a spoon, and they will make nonsense noises and slap it. Yes, it's the new Mike Patton project. It is. We are three hobos in a. Oh man, you know what? Since, huh. you, since you're bringing up metal, like before we get to Allie's party, yes, metal. Briefly, 
let's talk a little bit about uh, your 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 uh, beloved Dimebag Daryl. Yeah, man, that, that's that's some terrible shit that went Someone on with d- that. Desecrated his grave, right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so the story is is that. This guy, and I don't remember what his tagline is. This guy on Instagram. We'll, we'll call him Douchebag Adouchi. We, we oh, won't. Dead guy at a metal show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely dead guy. So this guy posts on Instagram a picture of Dimebag Daryl's grave, and it's this long screed about how he and his bandmates hate uh, Pantera with a passion. And so while they were traveling across the country on tour, they decided to stop stop at, and they called him Douchebag Daryl. Right. Um, and desecrate his grave. They supposedly spit on his grave, uh, stole some cowboy boots that a fan had left on his grave, and then maybe their feet were cold. And then I don't remember if they wrote or carved supposedly the word "fag" into into his, his gravesite as well. Are they and, da Vinci now? They're just tapping stone and shit. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to do with that. I don't either. I'm letting it go. <laughs> Da Vinci. <laughs> Fucking Da Vinci over here writing fag up in the damn thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> did, did, did Da Vinci have a, a, a well-known hatred of homosexuals? Or Dimebag <laughs> Daryl. <laughs> like Stones. Uh, oh, the, the uh, Rolling Stones? Okay. <laughs> well, Cover of a Rolling Stones. So, so the guy stone. says, um, he's like, I'm neither racist nor a homophobe. Uh, which actually, come to think of it, why well, was racist in there? I don't really I don't know. know. I don't know why everybody keeps dropping that anyway. You're racist because you don't like chicken. <laughs> what? I like chicken because they. No, I think you. Racist. They're cocks. I don't sit on my couch and and eat food because that's that's racist. <laughs> I don't talk on the microphone because it's racist. It's racist. I would think huh? it. I think you. Never mind. I'm not going there. <laughs> I only use white microphones. So the, guy says, <laughs> so the guy says, uh, I'm neither racist nor homophobe. I just laugh hysterically at the thought of all the, and he wrote Pantura. Oh, nice. Shitting themselves with rage. Now, I don't know what the Pantura like I, I was, I, I stared at it for a while. I don't know. I think it's a, a, um, a reference to the Ermagur. Oh, maybe. maybe. Who knows? Okay. Well, if y'all don't know, then that's the closest we're going to come to have any sound any, like an explanation. Uh, yeah. Care. So the guy posts that, and of course it goes viral all, all across the internet. Anyone Immediately. Who knows Pantera or loves metal flips out, and so the band like because it's pretty easy to track who this person is. The band that is <laughs> he's supposedly referring to put out a statement saying. Number one, we didn't do this. Like this is the former lead singer of our band. They don't say how former he is. Uh, well, they just was, kicked out when they found out. Yeah, he was former they like two seconds ago. <laughs> That's what people keep saying. But here's the thing. Um, number one, they point out that if you look at the picture, that the grave isn't actually like it's possible someone spat on it. Or stole some cowboy boots, but there, there's nothing like carved into it, um, or that's what they're saying. So they're saying it's a hoax, and that this is him being vindictive and essentially trying to ruin them. Well, good luck. Well, it did. Yeah, they're done. I don't care they're who they now are. They're, they're going to come back and change their name to something. something but I don't know. Well, I, he I mean, did. Did you see the rebuttal? No. 
Uh, the guy actually wrote an apology letter saying that nothing was done. The only thing he did was write a letter. Like Doesn't he, matter. he, he did this big apology and all this you other know, stuff. I, I, and I he, don't really care that it was really. I, I don't look at Dimebag Daryl as as I, I think he was a a vital part in the music industry. Oh yeah, definitely. At the time where he was at, and uh, he was crucial to that band. Pantera is a great band. Don't get me wrong, uh, especially in that genre of music. Right. But um, to me, it was more more infuriating than someone would do this to a grave. Yeah, I don't know who right. it is? It's just disrespectful uh, any which well, way you look at it. I mean, dude. but yet, yet if they did it to uh, Jim Morrison's grave, it's acceptable. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You yeah. see the shit that they do to Jim Morrison's grave? Oh yeah, dude. They like cool they like because it's Jim Morrison. They like rape it and shit. I don't understand yeah. what the hell's going on with that. So thing. I mean. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll do all sorts of shit. They'll they'll p- take a big dump on it and then write their name in it, and it's okay because like, Jim would have wanted that. Jim Morrison, yeah, really. Jim Morrison's actually his body actually had to be moved because his grave is the most desecrated spot ever. Okay. So I mean, I'm more I'm more more infuriated that someone does that to a grave because they I know they do that. Down in, in, in the cemeteries down there because they're such a popular tourist attraction. We right. have the same problem here uh, with, with cemeteries and desecration. And one not too far from us, there's actually a section of it that's uh, the Confederate Cemetery is uh, just down the road from me. So there's always like like four people that have nothing better to do that evening. They're going to stand out there with a sign and petition. They want the cemetery torn down. Because it's a Confederate cemetery. It's like you can't tear down the cemetery. You're dumbasses. No, it's fucking stupid. It's just it's just history. Get over it. Uh, can you I can I ask there. you because I, I have a suspicion that it is that this is not what uh, what you people might assume. Do you, is there like a general consensus of the colors of the people who were doing this? Actually, it, it used to be pretty much one specific group, but now it's it's gone a bit more diverse. Okay, because I just assumed it was white people. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what it makes mo- okay, mostly was. Okay, because here's the thing. Like, uh, like, I don't want to get into this, and we're, we're still talking about Don Bag Darrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get but, into it either. I was just but, talking about the No, no, no. I, I was going to say, I was talking to Laddie about the whole thing that's going on with people trying to say that, oh, we need to make Peter Parker black in the new movie. Which and I was dumb. telling him, I was like, it's. I've never had a conversation with a black person where they said they couldn't get into a comic book. Because Peter Parker's white, or anything like that. <laughs> That's it's, true. It's You're always, right. It's always a white person saying this. It's That's... always like a super, super liberal white person. Look, I don't have a problem with like. Who, I have who they just liberal. look at point and laugh? Yeah, it's just I, it's the white shaming thing. It's like we're fucking. I'm done with it. The white guilt. It. You know the. the, the I, I never. I, I don't have any white guilt. guilt. I hey, I wasn't born 400 years ago when there was slavery. That's right. So <laughs> it was 500, by the way. I don't think it's guilt. I think it's people that want to prove that, like, it's like the dudes who say that they're feminists. Like they're trying to get in somebody's pants. Oh they're fuck not, yeah! They're not. They're, you're not a feminist. You might like look. I I don't think you should hit women either. That doesn't make me a feminist. Like no, anyway, but I'm a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that. Literally, <laughs> not touching that. Uh, anyway, don't touch I don't. This. I don't, don't want to get into the, go down that road. Well, you know, we, we're still talking about Don Baker. I just wanted yeah, to ask it, because I suspected that the desecration was was like ignorant whitey. Well, I mean, it, it's it's a lot of both anymore. But it, anyway, back to what you were talking about. Yeah, the Dimebag thing. It's it's 
messed up, but people really look at that guy like uh, like a, like a golden god. Well, dude, he was an he was I, like an idol. I mean, he's one of those people that. I mean, it's not that. I mean, he was great. He was a, he was a good guitar player. He really was. Well, let me back Rum up in this way. Let let me let me ask. But there's not this. a lot of think, stuff going on in a Pantera song that's like. Well, do y'all think that Dimebag would be as important if it wasn't for like the the conflict between him and? Um, What's his name? Phil, Phil, Phil Anselmo. Yeah, I mean, I think I think his contribution to the music scene is still going to be the same, no matter what. Dead alive, fighting, whatever. The it, way it, it was that it was that time frame. There's a short period of time in that in, in metal music that we needed. When I say we, I'm talking metal community and stuff right, like that. Right, right. There, there was a need to bring back the guitar hero, and that was there him. Was, there was there was a, a need for an idol. He was a uh, at that time when he got the uh, um, sponsorship. He was the uh, one of the first people, really one of the first people, other than Zach Wild to have to a guitar. Get yeah, a commission from Gibson for guitars. Or no, he had Dean. Dean. He had a Dean guitar. Yeah, he, he was the Dean. Yeah, he was the Dean guitar. He was, so he was. They were getting commissions for guitars because they were trying to create guitar heroes. Yeah, and and you know, all honesty, the sound that they did, which was a blatant ripoff, uh, as one of our former former guests has you know said, um, and it was just something different when the mainstream didn't hear. I mean, we've heard it down here because that's you know where the ripoff came from. But what I'm trying to say is, is, is that was uh, something new, and it made the sound. And back when they were coming out, there was all nothing but like uh, really fast thrash metal at the time. It was and, nothing and with the real groove. There was nothing, you know. It was just all right. fast, fast-paced stuff. And when they, I think, I think, folks, what Wayne is trying to say is that. He also thinks that Dimebag Daryl is a douchebag, and you should attack Wayne. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. No, I, I think I think the reason why everybody looks looks at Pantera like like that too, uh, not not going against anything one of our former guests had mentioned, um, is in, in music when it was when it was the grunge. Uh, I mean, Nirvana had the same outlook for a little bit of time until they actually did it. Most metal metal acts and stuff like that it was like we're just in it for the music. We just want to do it, and then all of a sudden this metal group comes out and says, "Yeah, we want to do it, but we want to make money at it." Yeah, I'll do whatever it takes. Let's do this. I'll sell this. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, yeah, I'll change that. That's cool. Some people call them a sellout. Some people say, "Hey, they were really good at business," and that's I think another reason why a lot of people looked at Pantera going. You know, they they kind of they they became so huge, and a lot of people in the music community looked at them like sellouts at the same time. But they they were trying to make a career out of it. Yeah, you know, they 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 didn't want to stand around playing smoky clubs all their lives. Well, you know, I'm, they they wanted to go big or go home. Well, I can tell you this: if you ever listen to the first few Paratera albums, and I'm not talking about Cowboys from the from, Cowboys right. from Hell or the old stuff, old old stuff. Yeah, like like the stuff where before Phil Ensemble joined the band, uh, there was there were three or four albums before that, and there were hair metal, and it was fucking awful. And I will not. It was just terrible. It was some bad shit. 
But yeah. nobody hears that stuff, do they? Right, because no one. It was never on real record labels. I don't believe. I think most, it was most. Most people think that Pantera, or Pantera. Pan- I just did it. Pantera. Pantera. Yeah. Pantera. Uh, Pan- that Pantera is uh, is just like the Wonders or the Oneaters. They oh, had one hit. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus. Um, actually, the... the, the... <laughs> hey, I, I'm praying that I'm the only person that gets that reference like, besides Rob. <laughs> no, I got that. I got that. Trust me. I, I, oh. uh, damn Tom Hanks. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I like how he felt the need to prove it. He's like, no, you're not going to... I know what this is. I do. I do. But... um. You know, and, and everybody really loves their first that the first famous record, which is Cowboys from Hell, which I think it's okay. It's got a few good songs on it. But me, uh, Vulgar Display of Power is probably the best album they ever put out and probably will ever put out or ever have uh, put I, out. I could agree with that. You know, I mean, it was great. The, the, the sound was awesome, and it was a really good record. If I'm going to own one pant, well, I have, I, have, I have that album. I have three. And... Um, or, I got the one album that no one really cared for, but I really dig it. Uh, Revent and Steel, or um, which one? Which one had Planet Caravan on? That's the that's the last record they put out. Yeah, Revent and Steel. That's what I, yeah. I have. That one, which I really like, because <laughs> I like Planet Caravan. I like that. I like that job on Planet Caravan. I thought it was a great song. I think did. that's that album. I don't remember. Mm-hmm, so, yeah, it's that one. But uh, but anyway, well, while, while we're talking about Pantera, do you know what it's time for? What time is it for? Dun, 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 dun. Out with Ali. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was just trying to transition into talking about that show. I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck was that?" <laughs> really bad transition, but go. Yeah, with it, yeah, yeah. Move it. So Saturday oh. night was yes. uh, Allie's Allie. birthday bash. Yeah, her her unbirthday. Unbirthday. And because uh, she she's a leap year baby, yes. which is weird. That she, means she that means Mark is nailing a six year old. Dirty. <sighs> but he looks like the type. Yeah, he does. He's kind of a pervert. So, <laughs> uh, so there were four bands. There was in a good way. Mad Dog, yeah, in a good way, of course. Yes, Mad Dog. Who, who Mad Dog Baby. Every the thing that people kept saying about them, like people kept walking up, like you know they've been around since the eighties. I'm like, yeah. okay. well, they look like they're in their eighties. So <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. They're I, really they're really good dudes, man. That was a good show. <laughs> I like them, man. Um, Jack Locke went on second. <laughs> Fucking. Incredible, Jack Locke is in, uh, and he'll he'll be on the next episode. Actually. Yeah, yeah, he's coming on Wednesday. He's maybe the one of the coolest people I know. Like, like sincerely. Yeah, he's awesome. And he actually has a, a movie coming out, a short a short film. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I don't know when it's that's a minute and a half. Out, what? Um, Two and a half minutes. It's just him yeah, walking yeah. across the room making a sandwich. Yeah, he yeah, looks. Yeah. He looks at. He looks at. Look. He looks at the screen and goes, "Jack Locke, baby." Walks um, it's off. a western. <laughs> And it's called Targeted. So it's a guy with a Nerf gun, and he's wearing a cowboy hat. Yes. Actually, he's been working on this for several years now. Nice. So good job pissing all over it, Rome. (laughs) Hard-earned work right there. And he just said, oh, let me take a crap on that. Well, I I would watch that. I think that would be great. I'm sure you would. Mm -hmm. Jack Jack went on, put on, you know, as usual, an incredible performance. Yes. And uh, he'll be on an upcoming show of ours as well. Yes. Actually... Possibly a couple of upcoming ones over the next six months. So yeah, we're gonna we'll, we're gonna rack we're him gonna out. See. 
And uh, then House of Goats, of course, yes. one of the best bands in the city. Yes. Or let, let me put it this way, because I don't know anything about metal. One of the most entertaining bands in the city by far. Oh, yeah, for real. They're, they're really fun. And and actually, they remind me a little bit of, you know, your uh, your deceased band. Yeah, uh, you know, it was really funny yep. is um, Allie, you know, to, to describe uh, to Mark about uh, uh, when we were getting ready to play again, Mark asked her, what do we, what do we sound like? And she said, she said, well, you know, House of Goats is kind of like what, it's kind of like what Resurrection Man used to be, you know, like when they were around. You know, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Like so, House of Goats is like the new version of us, basically, except, you know, different yeah. different music. And a little more offensive. Um, <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm kidding. But they, they did, um, they used some words that we're not going to repeat on this show. <laughs> but they were. Because it's a family show. Right, right. No, they, but they were, they, were, uh, they were just having fun with it. And uh, so people love that. They are and then, of awesome. Course, the final band was Zombies Eating Sheep. Zombies Eating Sheep. Which and, really, really impressed me. Yeah, I think uh, they, I feel like every time they play. They get better. Yeah, they, they added more. I mean, to be fair, this time they brought out some big guns. They had Chris Tyreed, who yep. he sings in some band. I don't, I, I, I <laughs> the, dirty, the dirtiest players. No, 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 no. That's not, he, he's not in that band. No. No, that's a guy named Cheese. I don't know. Well, well, one of the guys came up there was was from the Dirtiest Players. Yes, that guy. His name's Tidbits. He he rapped. Okay, okay, okay. Tyreed is uh, he has his own podcast called Popcorn Piss and Vinegar. Mm-hmm. Laddie does it pretty regularly because they're they're good friends. I tell you what, that dude has got a voice on him, man. He could sing. That was really I was really impressed. I missed most of his song because uh, I recorded I'll get it to in a second. I was. I was uh, being frightened by Raiden. Oh, oh, in the back. Yeah, yeah. Raiden. the the dude the dude Should who belonged the dude who belonged in um, Big Trouble in Little China. He was one of the fucking yeah. the, the the storms. Yeah. So there's this guy who you occasionally see at Twist of Blonde. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. Well, but before you, before you get to that, let, let me just say uh, to um, the zombie and sheep crew the, that. Honestly, like that was one of the most impressive shows I've seen at Twist in a long time. Just because of the like the visual effects and the sound was it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Like I was going to leave halfway through the set when they took their break. No, no, no. I even, I went up and told Mark. <laughs> but instead, I no. noticed his shoe was untied. No, so listen, listen, no. But <laughs> just long enough for you to see me as you went on stage. No, and then bail. No, oh I, god! That's when awful. they when they did their first half of their set, I went up and talked to Mark real quick because I was going to go home. And Mark told me he says, "Look, you might want to stick around and listen to what we got at the end. This is something really cool." I said, "Okay, well, I said, well, I might stick around." So I did. I actually sat around, and I'm so glad I did because it, that the, when that dude sang this the um, the end by the doors. It was fucking incredible. Like, it really was. That was like, it blew me away. The whole show was great. I give them kudos. Or cooties. Whichever. So what you're saying is, when it was just zombies eating sheep, you were fully po- prepared to leave. <laughs> but when Chris Tyree <laughs> got on stage, you were like, oh, here's something worth watching. It was their last song. <laughs> I watched the whole set, and I thought everything was good. 
That's nice. Yeah, see, you see how, see how he twists his, my words around? He twists. Hey, let's be fair. It's more like a <laughs> nudge in a direction. It's. It, it, it was terrible, man. Why are you, why are you making me sound like you making me sound like a dick? I'm giving these guys a compliment. It doesn't need to move that much to be where it God. is. It's not like I said, God, you guys suck. That's why I was leaving. No, I enjoyed it. It was great. I even have video on my I heard, phone. I heard good things. I saw I saw a couple of videos. Uh, there's a rabbit suit involved. Yes. So there, uh, yeah, that. yeah. She she wore the rabbit suit. There was a guy there in a pig suit. Yeah, yeah. There was a uh, Matt Brown. Kinda, the yeah, real yeah, Matt. The real Matt Brown was wearing a gorilla suit. Okay, well there we are. And then, I think that it's was like, all the costumes. It's like Jungle Guar. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh well, shit! Well, let's get back to Raiden since quick, since quick on Raiden. Then we got to move on past Raiden. Let's go. Okay, so so there's this guy who you occasionally see a twist of lime. Done. Who, I think <laughs> All right, moving on. No, no, go ahead, man. Go ahead. What happened with you and Raiden? So this this guy, the I, I guess he's a hobo or something. I don't know. He, he occasionally shows up. He never says anything to anybody. He just kind of walks around and, and looks stares. And at one point, I remember there was one day where he was walking around with like a little noose made out of twine. Yeah, and he had like a fucking teddy bear hook to it. And he was laying on the goddamn floor. There did. I forgot about that part. Yeah. But he had the same yeah. on And he... Really? <laughs> Come on, man. You fucked with me. Yeah, I know, but I can't say anything because I'm at home. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so so this guy showed up. And at first I didn't recognize him because he shows up in a like black leather trench. Yeah. And a full-on... like. Chinese, um, <laughs> I don't even know what you call those. It's those rice picking hats, man. But he looked like Raiden's evil brother. He looked like he was ready Antoine. to go shoot up a high school. Anton what Raiden. Anton Raiden. Yeah, Anton Raiden. So Anton Raiden, first of all, we're in the back by the pool tables at Twist the Lime. And uh, there's a, the, like they Boom set Photo up a little table there. back there with like party hats and, and things like that. And... Uh, someone had, yeah, um, Mayday's wa- uh, girlfriend brought cupcakes that she made herself, a big box, oh, it was like 40 of them, and put it on the back table, to which Raiden was sitting next. Yes. <laughs> and so the whole night, people were frightened to go get a cupcake. <laughs> so, no one would go around the table. They're like, "Fuck and those cupcakes!" Raiden's well, protecting them. You know them. they you, they ask people to come in costume, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but this is the way this dude dresses. Yeah, I, th- I don't think. Yeah, I don't think this was like. I, I don't think he listens to Pickle Scoop podcast. <laughs> I think he just showed up like that. So, he's like, "Sup? So, I'm so fucking the, Raiden." One of the weirdest parts is the whole night he's just sitting next to that table, staring at us. But then House of Goats go- comes on. He stands up and starts kind of like, you know, dancing. metal dancing. Yeah, like he's, he's <laughs> metal really dancing. And then like, I don't know how to put it, but like Michael Flatley of, type shit. Or? <laughs> yeah, Lord of the Metal Dance. I, I have no <laughs> idea what y'all are talking about. So, so <laughs> when House of Ghosts go off, he just sits back down and can resumes staring. Well, and he I'll, probably listens to our show now. Thank you. What's up, Raiden? It's going to get better. 
It's gonna get better. So the whole night, like Fletch and I are back there because we're we're doing the photo booth. That's we, right. We're doing Boom Photo Works is back there in effect, and uh, so at one point, like towards the end, while zombies eating sheep go on, and this this is when Chris Tyree was up. I kind of felt like somebody was watching me, and of course the guy had been staring the whole time. But I look back, and I like out of the corner of my eye, my peripheral, <laughs> peripheral. I see him brandishing this long black thing. His dick. No, uh, <laughs> that would have been probably less disturbing and just more like, oh, okay, I kind of figured I'd see that. Yeah, but he was a white dude. How do you have a big black dick? Can I finish? I'm so, sorry. sorry. Can I finish? <laughs> Can I finish? <laughs> Y'all are so old. You're really old. <laughs> so, Get off it! So finally I look back, and, and it's an umbrella. He's, just, he's, just, he's he brandishing fucking, an umbrella. The fucking and penguin? I, and I should have felt better about it, but I actually felt a little more nervous now. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Because he's, he's the Asian Poppins. I was going to say he's no longer Raiden. He's Mary Poppins. <laughs> Asian oh, Poppins God. wins. But Raiden freaked me out. <laughs> Death Rain. That's his character, Death Rain. Nice. Nice. Ah. Uh, Good Mortal Kombat name. Yeah. Death Rain. You know wins. what? You know what? Hmm. Hello again. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got I got some uh, some really good news. I'm sure everybody heard about the, uh, or maybe you all didn't. Did you hear about the the llamas that got loose? <laughs> yeah, they got caught. Yeah, they they were running all running all over the city, and there was there was llamas everywhere. I can't remember what city it was. Probably L.A. or something. I don't know, but were they wearing that dress? I did because the llama and the dress were in the same story, basically. Yeah, okay. Well, we didn't need to talk about the dress. Like, <laughs> I don't even know why this is even coming up. I'm not. Even, I'm not going to acknowledge the dress. But uh, want the, dress. the llamas. Um, there was a press press release about <laughs> about uh, llamas. About, about the llamas, and uh, they felt the need to say. And, and there were people asking questions like, "Why did this happen?" Like, this is like something like that was intentional. That was like, "Oh my God!" There's terrorists releasing llamas. You know, and they're they're here to distract us and cause havoc. It was it was said that the this was not an act of terrorism. There is no connection to ISIS, so we can all rest. Wait a minute, Pe- <laughs> people were worried that there were Islamic llamas, and yes. they, and they were like going to blow this us was up. A distraction to uh, to occupy the uh, police's time and the shut down major freeways. Uh, it was it was a what they considered a soft act of terrorism. Oh, okay. But they had no connection to ISIS. This was just an isolated accent that happened that these llamas got loose. So it was like la 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 llamas, la 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 jihad llama. Speaking of uh, uh, terrorism, yes, actually it has nothing to do with terrorism. I'm just looking on Facebook and <laughs> Tiffany Tiffany Thiessen, Kelly Kapowski, yes, is is part of a terrorist group uh, called. No, go ahead. You apparently had a joke. Come on. Finish. No, no, I didn't. I was, I was gonna say. Called, oh, so you thought you just interrupt with like a, a half form? Yes, yes, like you do to me all the time. Cap- correct. Captain, Captain, step on a joke. Yes, always go. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get you a T-shirt that says that. <laughs> so she's got. Uh, she's apparently part of some organization called Not One More, that says end gun violence. And I wouldn't mention it except Kelly Kapowski is posting a picture of her just holding up her fist in a very She's brandishing her fist, in fact, and I feel threatened because of the fisting. 
Awkward silence. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know how fisting me would, would end gun violence, but okay. Mm, well, maybe you might enjoy it. I might. Okay, if it was Kelly Kapowski. I'm going to bring this up, too. Since okay. we said we were going to bring it up and we haven't done it yet. Oh, come uh, on. Leonard Nimoy's day. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you were going to talk about a dress. Yeah. That's a sad, sad day. But, I mean, the man was 83 years old. Um, I would just like to point out that, and I don't want to dimish, diminish Leonard Nimoy. No. He, uh, he, you, can't, you can't argue that he didn't. It's he Nimoy. isn't one of the people who had Nimoy. It's, it's Nimoy. <laughs> it's Nimoy. <laughs> I'm going to call him Leonard Nimoy. So anyway, when you, order, when you order a light-colored wine, do you call it Wate? Hey, hey, quit desecrating <laughs> the man's uh, eulogy here. Wate. <laughs> Would you like red or Wate wine? <laughs> maybe, maybe a nice glass of Pinot Gijo. <laughs> That's why you gay, bro. I, I prefer a red, more like a Merlot. A Merlot. So Leonard Du Bois had had a had a massive impact on on people's lives. You, yes, it's it's a pretty pretty undeniable fact, or a lot of people. That said, like these people who are like I'm crying and heartbroken. Time, Not time really. to time to get a life. Like I, I'm. It's a sad thing that this man died. Yeah, I think but, it might be possibly my fault. You know, if anyone else said that, I would say shut up because you're just making a dumb joke. But this is possible. Yeah, too. it's possible. Please explain. Go ahead. Well, I remember. Um, Let everybody a, hate our a show. Week and a half ago. Uh, in one of our shows, or it might have been just a week ago. Actually, it could have been the day before. I'm not sure. Now that I think about it, we've done so many. Um, the um, I have brought up the TV show In Search Of. Yes. And I, I made the comment about, uh, you know, what's he doing now? He's in search of the rest of his life. Right. And then he's dead. Yes. And you know what's really, and it's funny, is you bring that up again because... Uh, I was listening to the radio as I pulled up to Twist a Lime on Friday night, and they were talking about you know his passing, and they were talking about that fucking show. <laughs> See, and I was like, I've never heard of that show until Rome brought it up, and then now these dudes know who it is. So I have to go look this fucking. I, I'm in search the of the show. In was amazing of. because it was kind of like, um, um it, it was like. In search of weird questions. It was kind of like, uh, what is that damn show with Joshua Gates? I don't know. You know, Awkward looking for Silas. Bigfoot. Awkward you know, Silence, exactly. You know, talking about space and talking I was about... Thinking, the, I was thinking like the Morgan Freeman show, Through the Wormhole, Morgan Freeman. You know how he has that one? Is it kind of like that? No, not really. No? No. But anyway, yeah, it's possible that, that uh, maybe uh, my, uh, my psychic... Abilities. Uh, I did a psychic bolt, and you killed uh, Leonard Nimoy, I, or, I did, or Nimoy. I did natural twenty. So when I when I said <laughs> it, so it is possible that uh, I mean that is a crit. Nerd. So um, it's okay. Um, I do have his autograph. If anybody wants to buy it for eight hundred dollars. What's even funnier? <laughs> uh, what's even funnier is then, uh, then his death. The day, the day he died. Before I found out he died, I was watching TV show Fringe. Uh huh. And the, the episode of Fringe I was watching, his character died. Leonard Nimoy is not on Fringe. He was on Fringe. Was he really? He was on Fringe. What? He was. 
I love that this started with, you know, what's even funnier <laughs> than him being dead. <laughs> I just watched him die on TV and now he's dead. <laughs> dead in real life. Coincidence? I think not. Oh in search of God. answers. Well, they're just gonna my... they're just gonna send his body to the Genesis planet, so we're okay. Right. That's right. But back to my point, though, like these people who are saying how they're heartbroken, they're crying. You didn't know him. He's he's literally exactly in your as much in your life now as when he was alive. We were pretty tight. <sighs> Which part of him? His ear. <laughs> his okay. left ear. Um, you know, uh, we were speak- we, we were speaking of music earlier. With, he with, did have a great singing voice. By with, the way. Yeah, he did. He did sing, but no, I'm not talking about him singing. By the way, uh, did you hear that uh, the singer from Iron Maiden has cancer? No. Yep. Bruce Dickinson was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, when the, was that? Uh, probably about a week ago. That's probably my fault too. <sighs> I don't doubt it. So yeah, that's, that's kind of a shit thing. And um, also, <laughs> it is a shit thing. And also, uh, no, no, I just like that you just gloss past it without even like. Anyway, well, I, well I, look, I was dude, listening about a, about a week and a half ago. I was listening to uh, Tears of a Dragon. Nice. And um, I I just threw the CD on the ground and stomped on it and said, "God, I wish this guy would just shut up permanently." Anyway, so, Iron, Iron Maid is so one of my what favorite What you're bands. saying is that you're a giant voodoo doll. Yeah, pretty much. That happens. Um, and also, uh, Scott Ian was murdered in uh, Walking Dead last night. Okay. Scott Ian is the guitar player from Anthrax, for, by for, the way. For Anthrax. Now, I remember I, ta- I told you about that. No, seriously, I brought it up in a show that he was going to be in an episode of... Yeah, yeah, and, 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 yeah, and, last, night, and last night was the episode. And uh, that's, that's cool. I mean, he, you couldn't tell, really tell it was him. I mean, I just saw yeah, the makeup. a lot of makeup on Yeah, him. I saw the makeup after it was done beforehand. But uh, mark so. my words, something bad is going to happen to Scott Ian. Mark my words. Are you trying to kill him? Just mark my words. Dude, would you stop taking, like, all the people that play good music and murdering them? I don't, you know, it's and all right And now. all the people that, you know, are decent. Why, and fam- why, didn't, why didn't you fucking kill... Uh, William Shatner instead of fucking Spock. He's the asshole. Hey, 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 hey. Do not. He didn't show do up not. Do not. Do not. Boy's funeral. Exactly. He's an asshole. Do not. Well, he had stuff to, to do. He had busy captain things going on. He lives on the other side of the country. Why would he? Who cares? Wow. Wow. I don't care. There you go, Adam. Wow. wow show, you you, show your love and respect to people. I'll show you my asshole. <laughs> you already do every day <laughs> when you talk. Mark my words. <laughs> You're all jerk faces. Oh, jerk face, poo head, jag off, stupid. I don't like any of you. Stupid anus. Stop going home. I need people who who love me and appreciate me for me. Yeah, but they're made of paper. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So These are fake. <laughs> jerk faces. Anyway, who cares? I'm sorry he's dead. Moving on. Like <laughs> This coming from the guy who's still mourning for Paul Walker. Okay, first of all, Paul Walker is, 
Paul Walker was a close personal friend and a national hero. <laughs> and a national hero. <sighs> and um, if, if Paul Walker was around, he would take on ISIS. That's right. He would he drive would. in circles. Except, except he had to avoid the flamethrowers. Hey, you know, you, you laugh, but you don't know how powerful Nas is, okay? You just... <laughs> the rapper? You're the rapper? Would, he's, not would, that, he's actually kind of a wuss. He's a little I dude. Take, I would take your, your complaint seriously if you knew the science, okay? My, my bad, man. My bad. You mean the science like these idiots putting Mentos over their body and sitting in a tub of Coca-Cola? Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. What, <laughs> what the fuck about? are you talking about? Well, that's, that's the new thing. Remember the ice bucket challenge? Now yeah. everybody's putting Mentos all over their body and sitting in like tubs of Coca-Cola and watching what happens. Sounds it explodes. They, the Mentos explode and erupt in this weird freaking reaction. The guy almost drowned. Awesome. In Coke. Yeah, I feel like the show's reached a low point. Uh, so I just want to. I just want to know who's got that much money to fill up a bathtub with soda. Uh, well, then, you know, if you get it for eighty nine cents a two liter, yeah, you can get like yeah, all right. Yeah. You know, if you get like twelve bottles, fill it up, and then but the and most it also expensive parts on the how fat you are because it might you know true. that's true. Yeah, the disbursement around you. That's true. I didn't think about that. You're right. We just drop some knowledge and science on these people. You know what? Bam! I, I'm, not even, I'm not even kidding. We should get like a little kiddie pool and film a YouTube video trying this out because it sounds like fun. Are you going to put the Mentos on yourself? I'll do it. All right, let's do it. Fucking A. I'm I down. will sit there and eat Pop Rocks and drink a Pepsi. Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to say you were going to eat the Mentos off me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. That would no, be that fantasy guy. Would be, that. <laughs> that would be the weirdest. YouTube video? Yes. Oh, we would get a hell of a lot of hits. Yeah, we would. Hey, Adam, or Adam, you should get Wayne to do that because that's hysterical. No, you're the one who came up with the idea, so you got to. No, eat. actually, Adam came up with the idea, but you're closer, so it, it just logistics. It's easier. Uh -huh. We'll, we'll go. We'll go see you. Y'all are so stupid. Y'all are so stupid. Get eat Mentos out of his butt. Um, we also have a musical showcase coming up at the end of the month. We do? Yes, we do. It's the Unnaturals, if I'm not mistaken. You are correct. I was waiting for you to actually just say what, what it was. Well, no, I mean, I, I, you know, I didn't know if you really knew it. Yeah, I saw the poster, but I, I figured you'd, you know, since you let it in. I let it in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, it is the, yes, the Unnaturals are headlining our musical show, which is going to be really cool. And, um... Also, it's also going to be uh, Intrepid Bastards yep. and Jack Locke. And Jack Locke, yep. So it'll be a good show. So it's at Twist Lime as well. Jack Locke will be there? Yes, sir. March, was it 27th? I'm, awesome. I'm actually a big fan of the Unnatural, so if, if, if anybody listening has not heard them play, go. It it's freaking awesome. It's going to be a really good show. It's going to be fun. I, I have yet to hear, and that's just me because I'm not from down there, but I, I have not heard Intrepid Bastards. How were they? They're good, man. They're they're um they're kind of like a, a a metal. They're a metal show. So okay, it's, cool. it's going to be a little. It's going to be a breakup between the two because Jack Locke's more of a rock wow. show, and then you have um Intrepid Bastards, which is the metal, and then the, the kind of kind of like psychobilly kind of yeah surf rock stuff from the unnaturals so it's gonna be really cool yeah i dig it 
And uh, we're actually working on a couple of big shows. One of them is, of course, the prom. Yes. Which uh, I guess we should go ahead and announce now. It will not be in May. No, we hate we hate to break that to everybody, but we cannot make the May dates work. So we are shooting for later in the year. We will announce the date as soon as we get it. Yeah, probably closer to once we at least have one of the bands booked. Yes. Um, I am also working on uh, the july thing nice um <laughs> but we have to nail down the date first i don't know what the july thing is oh <laughs> yeah we didn't get a chance to tell you rum we uh well we're, we're basically See, people, this is say, what happens they don't tell <laughs> me anything well we'll tell you then no we i this actually i think i did tell you rum hey, you're pretty good at backpedaling go ahead no <laughs> no when I called you yesterday, I think I called. I think I told you about this, but I'll remind you after the show. No, you but said yeah. call me maybe. Oh, God. All right, I guess we're done. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what is the no. July thing? Uh, the, we're we're gonna have a big show in July. It's it's not replacing the prom. It's just we're oh, adding. We're right. adding to theoretical. Our no, no, no. This is this is gonna happen, and we have a couple of bands that we have in mind. That we're going to try and get, and but this is going to be one of our bigger shows, like the prom and like the Christmas show. And uh, if it, if it goes as planned, it's going to be a big deal, and we we have a uh, we have a few surprises planned. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll announce it once once we uh, have it all together, and and we have a tentative name for it, but I don't want to announce that either because like we might change our minds. So. I yeah. know it's kind of weird to just like throw all this out there. We're, we're planning things and we're not going to tell you about it. That's but right. We got, we got yeah. a lot on our plates and a lot coming out for you people to enjoy. But Speaking let's just say, plate, be I'm excited. Hungry. Yes, be excited. Because be very excited. We're it's, doing, a, it's, a, it's a big year. We're doing uh, this for you guys. So, so uh, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell people you haven't seen since high school. Hey, if you're having a high school reunion, bring them down. Shows. That would be awesome. So since Rum is hungry and, and apparently wants to leave, let me let me tell my my little story. Okay. It's not even it's not even that that interesting. It just it's just one of those things that that you experience in life that you're just like oh, I just want to tell millions of people. <laughs> so my my younger brother is turning uh, thirty in a couple of days, and he decided he wanted to have the party at my mother's house. So my mother told me, and I said okay, I'm, I'm not. I don't know what that has to do with me, but okay. And uh, aside from me having like mow the lawn and clean stuff for his birthday, so so I said okay. And then uh, a couple days ago, she comes to me and she says, uh, "So I want you to take some pictures for the for the birthday party." And oh, and by the way, it's not just his birthday; it's also his girlfriend also turns thirty on that day. And uh, I said, "Well, that's fine." And she's like, "Well, just let me know how much you you charge." And I said. Are we really gonna play this game? I was like, "You're my mother. I'm not. I'm not charging you." Since you're my mom, five hundred dollars. <laughs> right, right. And then, well, that's Eight hundred dollars will pay for my new lens. That's the other thing. Like for for this type of thing, we we charge a few hundred. Like so. <laughs> I said, "Are we really gonna play this?" Like, no. You know. So we went back and forth, and I was like, "I'm not charging you," and that was kind of the end of it. And then yesterday, as I'm driving. I get a text message that turned out to be from uh, my brother's girlfriend, and she she asked me to. She said just said something like, "Are you are you still doing for the photography? Uh, I'd like you to you know take pictures at the at the party 
and oh, yeah. yeah, blah blah blah. I won't go through all the details. And so I wrote her back and I said, "Yeah, that's fine." My mom already talked to me about about doing the party. And uh, bear in mind, my mom like just asked me to take a few photos here and there, and you know, nothing, nothing big. And um, so I said, "Don't worry about it." You know, and, oh, she asked me how much I was charging, and I said, "I'm not, I'm not charging." And I left at that. <laughs> I walked away, and uh, or I was walking, and a few minutes later, I thought. So I went from being invited to this party to being asked to be the help. <laughs> you are an indentured servant, my friend. Uh, Cinderella, Cinderella. Oh, Cinderella. <laughs> Rum, I don't know uh, what part of Brooklyn you were in when you saw that particular version of Cinderella. <laughs> Cinderella, Cinderella. You what? should get your money back. Just the Jersey Shore Cinderella. Oh man! So, but anyway, I just, I just thought that was kind of funny. I'm the help. It now. is kind of funny. <laughs> that is. It's sad, sad, but it's funny. Yeah. We laugh at your depression <laughs> and your sadness. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Not all. Not always. Yeah. Not always. Okay. So it's what? A, <laughs> seems to be a recurring thing. Hey now. So. Anyway, that was just my thing. Does anybody else have anything? No, I'm pretty much spent, I guess. I had stuff, but we're out of time. We're not no, really. we're not. No, we're, we're out, out of time. time. We are, because I'm hungry. I haven't eaten dinner. <laughs> I haven't either. Well, I've worked 14 and a half hours a day. I need to eat some food. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> the I only like person that... throwing that, that in our faces. Yeah, like, like, like we did... Stuff. We made you work 14 and a half hours. I, I really... Needed to probably take a lunch break, but I didn't get a chance to, so I would like to eat some dinner. Yeah, I don't blame you. Okay. I worked well, I worked 13 hours, but I did get a lunch break, so. Yeah. All right, and I'm cutting it's, all this out, so. Your your hand must be tired from petting all the puppies. Uh, really? Really, motherfucker? <laughs> so, so that was a pretty good show. I, I enjoyed myself, and I'm excited to talk to our good buddy, Jack Locke. Yes, coming up soon. In fact, two days from now, we'll be talking to Jack. Deuce. Yes. Um, so I guess so, I guess we're done here on this episode of the Metal End of God podcast. Now, remember, folks, so March 14th, uh, come out to the Twist of Lime to see Corey Mack, Ina Esther, John Rowe, and Benjamin Hoffman. Go to Southport Hall for March 25th for Skylit Drive and Red Jumpsuit Apparatus and a bunch of other bands that I can't remember. <sighs> it's gonna be a great show there too. So definitely yes, check it. It's gonna be good. Go to Southport Hall for everything. Yes, there are friends. Go. They're a great venue. <clears throat> go to Twist Alarm. Go to Southport Hall. Go to the Babylon. Yes, which, uh, we, we'll be, There's another show that we're we're trying to put together for yep. that too. Another acoustic show. Yep. So and it's gonna there's that. gonna be involved puppets. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> I love how Rome throws these things out, and he's not here to help us make this happen. There's going to be a guy on stilts, which is going to be really cramped because it's a slow ceiling, but it should be amusing. And also, well, don't forget, uh, the 27th of March at Twist of Lime is our music show with uh, the Unnaturals, Intrepid Bastards, and Jack Locke. Ta-da, and most of all, you know what you shouldn't forget? To share our show with a friend. you damn right. Many and you know the other thing to not, to, to, to not forget? To feed that rum worked 14 hours and he really wants a sandwich. <laughs> and he's hungry. I was going to say, 
Don't forget to keep it metal. I knew you were going to say that. I really did. I had that in my brain. And I'm really hungry. All right. So (laughs) anyway, (laughs) uh, thanks for everybody for coming out this weekend for the for the two shows. Uh, One, you know, especially for the the comedy show. Um, I want to thank all those people that came out. It was awesome. Um, Also, that's about it. So I was your host, Wayne. I am not hungry because I already ate and I didn't work 14 hours. And I'm the rum guy and I worked 14 and a half. So. <laughs> and remember, people, to keep it hungry! was a hell of an episode those boys brought us back to the old days where it was only the three of them huh how about that that was pretty cool i enjoyed that you know one of these days i'm gonna have to come on that show guest star instead of be on this damn ending and beginning shit that they always put me on and intros and outros and all that stuff well anyway i got, I got a little little something here to play for you guys that somebody left on and, and wants you to hear hold on here come Thanks for that, Cooter. Uh, this is Wayne, and I just wanted to give you guys a reminder about all of our March shows. We have the Comedy Show on March 14th. We have uh, March 25th at Southport Hall is Red's Jumpsuit Apparatus and a Skylit Drive. And also, don't forget our show at Twist and Lime on the 27th, which is Jack Locke, Intrepid Bastards, and The Unnaturals. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.